How's it going guys? Gian here and Evelyn. And today we want to talk about a topic we've been thinking about for a long time, which is self-esteem or maybe low self-esteem at that, uh, defining what it is, use it as a tool instead of a crutch. So the first thing I would say is to define self-esteem. So Evelyn, what do you define as self-esteem? For me, self-esteem is the way one feels about oneself independently of what others think of them or what society thinks of them and also independent of their abilities. I think it very much is like uh, connected to self-worth but also simply because you exist. So that's in a nutshell what I, what I think self-esteem yeah, is for no, me. That's perfect. I Yeah, my definition is also very similar. I think it's basically the self-assessed worth or value that we give ourselves and this is based on typically or generally outside validation or evidence and that's basically what i what i would sum it up sum it up as basically the self-assessment of our own worth now i don't know about you guys but me and i believe i speak for evelyn and probably most people we as human beings generally have this sense of low self-esteem that's either looming or it's always there. I personally, this is my experience, no matter what I, I achieve, what uh, success I come across or what endeavor I jump on and, and succeed at, I always have this looming feeling of not being enough. And I think that although this seems like something I should get rid of, or something that we should either sometimes identify with, meaning that I'm probably not enough, or I think that what we should do is hone in on that feeling because to me, the feeling of low self-esteem is a sign of you propelling or, or, or skyrocketing to a high self-esteem. Meaning without the, the feeling of low self-esteem, you wouldn't know that you have to get to a higher self-esteem. I don't know if that makes sense. Sort of like a contrast. Like you like to use it as a contrast. Like, oh, right. it's, a, it's, a, it's a sign that I should work on something. I also think that for me, once I had the awareness to identify that I did have little parts of me that were battling with, with low self-esteem, I also realized that I had to identify what were those parts of me that were feeling like they were not fulfilled enough for me to feel like I have esteem for myself. So it very much, I think, similar to what he's he's saying is like an indicator, kind of like when the check engine light of, of, a, of a car comes on. It's an indicator that something else needs to be observed, that there's something else that you need to look at in, in regards to filling your own cup or what are the things that make you feel good about yourself or if there is things that you're not so confident about, which I think confidence and self and healthy self-esteem go hand in hand. I think that that's also a good indicator to sit down and be like, okay, why don't I feel so confident in uh -huh. that realm? Like a good example could be like fitness, right? Like that's, that's one that a lot of people are like, well, I don't feel so good about myself because body image or beauty or right. physical standards, then what are the things, right? This is where you have to ask yourself, what are the things that I can, that I do have control of that allow me to, to make me feel better about myself, which is, do I need to, you know, pick up, you know, a routine for the gym? 
Do I need to, you know, redo my look? Do I need to, what are the things that you can control that allow you to feel good about yourself? And I think that that's something, something that allows you to view self-esteem as something that you, that you do have control over as opposed to something that has control over you. Yeah. Like, oh, what was me? Like, this is just like, pobrecita me. Like, I, I can't feel good about myself because this is who I am. I totally, yeah, that, that makes total sense. I think that at an early age, like you mentioned right now, the body image right this would be considered an outer outer factor right our physique is something outside of, of, of ourselves uh, it could be the nice car it could be the jewelry or it could be status right we're status driven beings I think that a lot of the initial events that may lead us to have low self-esteem come from childhood I know you For always sure. mentioned this yeah. you always mentioned when we didn't have when we didn't have <laughs> control of our environment yeah. there are certain events that could have led us to have low self-esteem it right. could have been our the economical uh, situation of our parents which they did all they could right but maybe we grow up with this blueprint right and then when we're outside in the world as adults we start realizing we start seeing the triggers right and then like you said, it's very important to just self-reflect and when something is triggering or something, uh, uh, you're looking for some sort of validation, uh, those are uh, telltale signs of a, a self-esteem that, that needs to be brought up. But the main thing that I really think is important, something that we just came to a conclusion about, is that low self-esteem, and this is, might be controversial, is a good thing. Low self-esteem it is again the the catalyst the propeller for you to get up motivate you and go regulate this so low self-esteem and bring it up if you don't have the low self-esteem if you think everything is fine and you're complacent you would just sit there and do nothing right and that just is not indicative of someone that continues to evolve so i feel like this is an endless uh, task it'll be forever no matter what we achieve whether it be on a personal level financial level career level we should always have this looming feeling of like hey um yeah. is there more i can do i i think to, to add a little bit on that it's it's more kind of like the awareness of having low self-esteem could be seen as a blessing i think that i know that there's plenty of people who who maybe have low self-esteem and don't have the awareness that that's actually what they're battling with and i could see how they maybe can can listen to something like well i don't see it as a good thing you know like i'm sad like i don't know what to do about it but i think the awareness or, or sort of like I don't want to use the word diagnosis, but to some capacity is kind of like the diagnosis of you having low self-esteem. And the indicators are usually like you're, you're sad, you know, nothing really, you don't feel fulfilled. You don't, you look at yourself in the mirror and you, you're just like, I just don't like myself. There's like maybe depressive episodes. Like there's a lot of things that, that can be under this umbrella of low self-esteem. So if you so happen to be a person that is battling with these things i think that it's almost kind of like identifying these little things that you're dealing with that can be seen as negative and then viewing them more as like how can i view them from a positive standpoint and see that this is pushing me or it's an indicator from my inner self my body or my psyche or, or whatever you'd like to define it as as to say that's telling me hey you should really look at these things. You know, you should really observe these things. Why? Because you should have 
self-esteem for yourself. Yeah. So it's almost like sort of like finding like the next opportunity that is going to allow you to feel good about yourself. And sometimes it is, like he mentioned, uh, something linked to, you know, a project, a career, status. If it is like, yeah, you know what? I'm not comfortable with the status I'm in right now. I'm not comfortable with my living. I'm not comfortable with my body, with the way I look, my right. hair, whatever it is, then really identifying that that's really the problem so that you can then view it as sort of like a blessing, right? Because once you know, you cannot know. That's just what it is. But if you don't know and you haven't identified that you battle with low self-esteem, then you can be battling with this forever and you're just like, okay, why does my life quote unquote suck? And then you can be susceptible to falling prey to victim mentality because of the fact that you're not sort of grasping the responsibility of what is my self-esteem or my esteem for myself telling me about myself, right? So then if it's about you, then it's definitely in your hands. It's something that you have to sort of be responsible for, especially if you're an adult. And it does come from most time, most times, nine times out of 10, it does come from your childhood. So then if you haven't taken the opportunity to reparent yourself or to fill those little voids that you know that maybe, you know, our parents for whatever reason couldn't, or they too didn't have healthy, didn't model healthy self-esteem, you know, sort of lifestyles, then yeah, we're susceptible to sort of following suit. So then you wonder why you're as old as you are and you're like, I just don't feel fulfilled. So that's kind of where, where I would say to piggyback on using it as a blessing or using these triggers as a sign of something good. I think that that's how that, that ties no, in. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you said something very true. Like um, what we're saying for sure has the awareness of or, or the separation of self, uh, low self-esteem being a behavior, being a habit not an identity meaning you're not a low self-esteem person like that that is very dangerous and that applies i would argue for any like condition do it. not i would argue do not identify with a certain habit or behavior all behaviors are learned and they can be unlearned or more importantly they can be replaced so it's a lot better to say i have low self-esteem behavior so that separates your true self which is untouchable with the behavior that you may have again you know emulated from parents or certain events at an early age where you may not have known peers, how to yeah peers multiple factors and we all have uh, multiple different things that can lead us to that but it's not deterministic it's not permanent and most importantly is not you you are not the low self-esteem you may we may have low self-esteem tendencies or behavior so all that can be learned again it can be replaced by something more positive but the most important thing is again um once you feel that way it's a good sign to motivate you to get up and go uh improve upon this looming feeling in order to bring it say to balance in a way is not to have the feeling and be like i am that feeling so i'm just gonna stay as a low self-esteem person i would argue and let me know if i'm correct or not but i haven't seen any evidence of any thought leader or people that we admire whether alive or dead that doesn't have self-doubt or or low self-esteem thoughts at any given time independently of all the awards accolades and no matter what achievements they get they are always they always have this sense of self a little bit of self self-conscious self-doubt and, and low self-esteem so that's why i think it's a tool because it's a reminder that you can do even more 
I agree. I think it's it's definitely something that, like you mentioned, it's a habit. It's something that we've picked up. It's a behavioral thing. I know for me that that's that was a, a part of like my big moment when I realized that a lot of the of the things that held me back, for example, from really going after after my projects, my dreams, or whatever it may be, was a self esteem thing. It's something that kept me from from moving forward because I wasn't confident or whatever it was. So then I then was kind of I had to really look at myself you know realistically and be like okay what are the things that I can work on what are the things that I can change from this behavior that will allow me to allow myself right to to grant myself the opportunity to feel good about myself so that I do allow the confidence and so that I can you know walk into a room or, or fulfill a project and not really allow this crippling feeling or what are people going to think about me uh, what what is society you know gonna gonna say or what if I'm not accepted or, or all of these things because at the end of the day it starts with you you know it starts with yourself how you feel about yourself you sort of will, society and the world will, will, will mirror that back to you. So it, it's all kind of, it kind of goes hand in hand. No, oh, yeah, totally. I think that one thing that's very important from what you said is we do have free will. We do get to choose the worth of certain things. Like if you want to say buy something, you put the value onto it besides of the price tag or whatnot. You get to choose the value of certain things that you follow, that you want to uh, pursue so the same goes with ourselves like we actually get to choose what's uh, what type of self-worth or worth we want to give ourselves so why not choose a high one realistically and then stack up evidence this is a, a good thing that I, a rule of thumb that i follow it's like my mindset or our mindset it's already in a high self-esteem and high self-worth right but now it can't just be all imaginative or speculation right now the duty is to stack up undeniable evidence that proves this claim that we have, right? You can't just claim it and do nothing about it. As a matter of fact, if you just stack up the evidence and say nothing, that's still gonna prove the same point. So I definitely think that it goes hand in hand. The thought about it, the, 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 the belief, and, and backed up by the, the, the behavior that, that you know, backs up this, this belief and then allow the rest to, to, to pan itself out, you know? So. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that self-esteem is, is something that none of us grew up being taught how to go about this. It's something that I think starts very young, especially when we are teens. I think that that's when most of us can remember probably developing any sort of our, any sort of self-esteem issues, especially mostly due to our physicalities, because when we're in that age realm, we're definitely more concerned about like who's cute, who's not, what's going on, am I pretty, am I not, am I handsome, all these things. But as you get older, you realize that self-esteem is so much deeper than just your physical attributes. So it's it's important to, to definitely nurture those parts of you that can help your self-esteem continue to be a solid solid foundation for yourself. So that no matter what you're doing, no matter what endeavor you take on, you always, feel good about yourself there's there's this like certainty that you have about yourself and i do think that it that there's so many things nowadays that you can do to to solve to solidify how you feel about yourself whether it's like let me pick up some books right because books make you feel more confident say what you want but they do because now you have some knowledge now you're able to walk into a room with knowledge and i i know that he agrees too it's something that i've discovered through my my life journey at this point is that there is a book about everything 
So there's a book about anything. You can literally type in a book about blah, blah, blah. There is a book about that. And you can learn. And these are tools that do make you feel confident. The more you, the more you learn, the more you realize it. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. The more susceptible and honest you are to admitting, hey, I didn't know that or I don't know those things. Let me, let me seek the knowledge so that I can feel more confident because I feel like confidence and knowledge also go hand in hand. And then confidence, knowledge united do equate to an action uh, yeah. to self-esteem because and now you know now you know that you need to like oh that's what i need to do in regards to like public speaking or oh i didn't know that about like you know fitness i didn't know this about about you know eating i didn't know this about you know love or skin or whatever it is that that's making you feel not good about yourself there's a book on how to master that that that's the the most beautiful part about the the day and age that we live in now that you can literally find information so quickly about about a certain thing that's bothering you and you can get in control of it and and eventually get to the point where you where it doesn't take your sleep away you know mm -hmm. like i'm not so concerned about my skin or i'm not so concerned about how i public speak or or whatever it is that may be making you feel not feel good about you because now especially there is very little room for excuses especially or even i would say even for victimization just because there is there are so many resources at our fingertips to be able to be like okay let me let me figure out let me do my part to try to understand how i can i can morph or fix this part of my behavior yeah i totally agree i think that you said it best the uh, the first and most important relationship that we have is with ourselves and though we're so familiar with ourselves you know the old adage that familiarity breeds contempt so we sort of don't even think that we should have a relationship with ourselves first and respect it with the utmost respect and what i mean by that is say you don't have to do anything grandiose or or, or you know be like elon musk yet and fly a rocket to the to, to the moon or, or mars all you have to do is, for example, at, at the very low but yet very effective level is you say something that you were going to do and you do it. And this has, you know, it can involve other people, but most importantly, you should involve yourself. If you said, I'm waking up at six in the morning and I'm not going to hit the snooze button, you do that. So when you do that, it may not seem like anything because nobody saw it. And again, this, this connects to this outer validation that we seek for it to be real. But the first witness and the one that's always with you is yourself. So you wake up at that time and you do it. Just do, you know, celebrate by yourself. Pat yourself, celebrate, and understand that it doesn't seem like much. It actually feels like nothing changed. And in fact, nothing did change. But these things compound. They add up. Do it for 30, 60 days. And I'm talking about this is one of them. Say instead of, you know, you can cut out a soda that you don't want to, you know, drink anymore, have some sugar, you cut that out. Whatever you say you're gonna do, you do it, right? We're talking about virtues now. The discipline also to go uh, show up. You wanna start the gym, you show up and you actually go there every day. No matter who goes, no matter who's watching, you don't even have to share it. Just have that relationship with yourself. Like no social media. Imagine we're back in the 50s and become your own best fan. And this is a good saying, um, I forget where I got it from, but the uh, most important reputation you'll ever have is that with yourself. So that's how we started. That's how we hold each other accountable. Just tying into another topic here. If the, once that first relationship uh, with yourself is at a good place, 
then I believe you can meet someone that also has that relationship in their good place. That's what I believe happened with Evelyn and I. We both did our inner work, prepared ourselves, uh, did the hard work, the hard questions, and we were able to meet. Now, the, the next thing that is very important, and we try to do this as much as we can here at the store, is believing in somebody. Evelyn believed in me for, for this project, for Undisputed Principles. She just said, you, you can do that. And the belief from, from, from a woman that, that you're infatuated with can, can work wonders. It doesn't have to be necessarily from the opposite sex. It could be, you know, it could be a stranger, a stranger that, 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 that just believes in you without any evidence can be just enough for you to go ahead and believe in yourself, right? And although this is good, and, and, and it's necessary because we need to coexist and, and uh, cooperate with each other. The very first and for, more important relationship is that with you and yourself. Meaning I said this and I'm gonna do it because I cannot let myself down. And on the other hand, and wrapping up with this, with this point here, whenever you say you're gonna do something and you don't do it, and you think nobody saw it, right? Because there's no witnesses. It may be multiple things, lying, whatever it may be. You are the only one that knows that it's a lie. It may not seem like anything happened, but again, there is a compounding effect that over a long time, you start to erode your own trust. You don't even trust you. So when you don't even trust you, because you know you lie, you know you don't do what you're gonna say you're gonna do, and whatever you say is not congruent with what you do, you don't trust yourself. And if you don't trust yourself, how can anybody trust you? You know what I mean? Nobody's gonna trust you. And that comes up, we call it auras, whatever it may be. You can just tell when somebody's not, you can pick up on that energy, you know? So that's the first relationship, you know, like, like Evelyn said, we did not have a class uh, in all the topics, statistics, I mean, who knows what else you guys had in school or high school, whatever it may be. There's no class on self-esteem. Yet it's very important. It's very important. So that's why we felt like we had to uh, share what we've come across and how we deal with it and turning it from a crutch into a tool. I think it's a foundation for so many things, for success, for, you know, making your, your dreams come true, for really amorous relationships, relationships with your family, with your children, with your pets, like, what, I don't know, whatever relationship you want to have. If you feel good about yourself, then everything else sort of falls into place, whether it's like, you know, like he mentioned, a relationship with, with a significant other or, or your, your, your parents, your family, your siblings. If you feel good, everything else just sort of like radiates and connects and becomes a reflection of that. I know it sounds kind of silly or like, woo, some people were like, no, I, I don't know about that, but it really is that. Like you, it's, it's almost like inevitable. How you feel about yourself on the inside will reflect on the outside. Whether we want to believe it or not, how we feel inside is the world can see it. The world can see it. There's only so much that you can conceal and you can have all of the surgeries, all of the makeups, all of the, you know, haircuts, all of the fancy dancy outfits, all of the labels, whatever you want. It, 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 at the end of the day, how you really feel screams to the world. And, and the louder you are usually on the outside, it is an indicator of how you really feel about yourself. And I think that this is, this is to me the eye-opening part of this. Like when you start learning about self-esteem and how it really manifests itself in our in our bodies, in in the in the way we we radiate to the world and in turn what we receive from the world, we would take it more serious. I, I really do think so. I think it's something that we wouldn't be like, oh yeah, I just have a little self-esteem. Like we would be like, oh my God, I, I didn't know this about myself. Let me try to to mend that or let me do the things that I can to make 
make sure that I can show the world that I really do like myself, that I really do feel good about myself. And why do we want to do that? Because it attracts all of the good in the world. This is why I think it's so important. This is sort of like a PSA about it is, it doesn't matter whether you're fitting a beauty standard, a social standard, a money standard, like those are, those are supplements to eventually to, to add to your, to, to your manifestations. But it really is more like, because you're a human and because you are that just that you are enough as that and therefore you should feel good about yourself and you should want to radiate that to the world i agree i agree i think that's a very good point on the main aspect of of, of yeah like i i totally agree with that that i think the the next thing is to just remember, remember to be aware all, every day, be aware of, be proactive. Like she was saying right now, the, the, the money or the physical uh, appearance or the tokens, like say the, 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 the fancy car, right? These are good things. We'd have nothing against them. Flex, but understand that these are symbols, mm -hmm. right? A expensive vehicle or whatnot is a symbol that one, by purchasing it, borrows the status of said brand or or token right and though that's good and and amazing and i think people should do it and should flex we flex too it's fine we simply warn people to not be fully identified with these tokens what i mean by that is if tomorrow all of these things go down the drain they take the vehicle they take everything else it disappears that you won't feel like you have to die. Because if you right now were to have all these material things or outer things removed from you and you feel like you wanna die, I have news for you. You are too identified with these outer tokens of validation. The validation comes from the inside already, first and foremost, and these other things are, like she said, they're supplements, they're great. But no, just be aware to have them, yeah. but also be detached should they go, and also not, to skip the right, jump the gun, jump the gun early on, and I know this from like earlier ages, teenagers or, 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 or early teens, early twenties, we're so susceptible to want to skip or catch up, or so there's a tendency to just want to go get the Gucci belt and the shirt and everything else, so that everybody can see that I'm already there. And it's like, in my opinion, it's like, what's the rush? Like, work on your principles, work on your felt relationship to yourself, work on your discipline, your consistency, your patience, your judgment, gain wisdom by experiencing and messing up. These things that I just mentioned are free, they're intangible, invisible, and all of us are born with them. They're mental muscles is what we call them, right? So work on those and then watch slowly, there's no rush, how all these other things that we're talking about become a part of your... They, they, they just land, fall yeah. in place. Because a lot of people, we notice, like to skip that and have everything manufactured or portrayed yeah. through this screen that you're looking at us through because through this screen, anybody can fabricate any type of lifetime. And this is, I'm just tying into another topic now, but it's, it's, it's definitely relevant to this. The more you portray a life that you know is not true and you continue to do it, the further from your core and your true bliss you become. So although you seem happy on the photos and happy in the videos and happy and everybody sees you happy and you do get the likes, you get the likes, you get the shares and the virality, you know that in deep inside, it's not true. 
Yeah, so, and I think that it goes back to the former topic that you mentioned, that it kind of goes back to the lying to yourself thing. Exactly. That, that at the end of the day, this is kind of like what we all have heard it millions of times from different stories of different people. Like, I have all the things, and I have all of the this, and all of the, all of the symbols. Why do I still feel so terrible, and why don't I feel happy? I thought this was supposed mm -hmm. to make me feel happy. True. But what they've realized is that nine times out of ten, the people who have, let's say, got to the steps to get to the symbol because that's a part of what happens at the end of things like oh they manifested the car or it's something that it was next in line to get or or the or the belt or the purse or whatever it is that you're trying to trying to portray i think it that that it's like when they skip the line then they 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 miss the opportunity the part that really makes these things worth it it's almost like you didn't you, you you can't when you skip the line basically you didn't, you what didn't happens is like you didn't, you didn't earn, earn it. it so then when you don't earn something it's almost sort of like i just hand you a trophy and you're like but why'd you give me this you know and it's and i'm like yeah just because you should have it and and then deeply you're like but i didn't really deserve this so then that's what's truly holding people back they have all of the symbols and then they feel undeserving and then they feel super sad because they skip the line so this is kind of why it's so important and we're gonna keep talking about this part that you have it starts within it starts with you first it starts with those little things like you know holding yourself accountable the little moments where you don't lie to yourself and and you and you're proud of that like no i i need to i need to be realistic about this like i need to be realistic like i can use fitness for me like i i needed to be realistic about my relationship with that and and how i needed to be accountable for that in order for me to to feel good about myself so there was this this correlation it wasn't like no i, I shouldn't take that serious and then still want to show up and feel good about myself when I know that I need to take my health serious. I need to take what I eat serious. I need to take my part project serious. A lot of things that, that I like to also, you know, put in the back burner, those were little moments, again, going back to the triggers or even the indicators that allowed me to see like, hey, you know what? I need to work on those things mm -hmm. so that the outside matches the inside. Because if the outside does not match the inside, it's it's very obvious to the world i know some people like to portray like it's not obvious but it is obvious there is usually the people who hold the awareness or who are doing the work become very good at reading per se the people who are sort of empty on the inside or who are not working on the inside you can tell it's very like man i know that you're just chasing it right, you right. know and so then there is this like it's like you can tell when when it's it's a counterfeit. It's almost like it's a counterfeit counterfeit confidence, counterfeit self esteem. It's like you your self esteem is so poor that you are willing to do all of the outer things that make you look like you like it's not, as opposed to in order to avoid the stuff that you need to do. You're essentially, so it's like yeah. you're avoiding it. It's like how do I not do that? Oh, so then because I know my self esteem is poor let me go hard here let me let me like decorate all of these things so that you don't think that that my self-esteem is poor but it's like no i can literally tell that your self-esteem is poor because you're doing all those things it becomes the, uh, actually more obvious <laughs> yeah it becomes more obvious it, so that's kind of that the the one aspect about that is also that yeah you're essentially trying to buy yeah purchase your self-esteem your self-worth self your self-love um, all of that and though like that sounds like a nice short-term solution and it is it's a it's a it's an extremely successful short-term solution i like to believe that everything that's easy or short-term at first becomes very painful and hard in the long term the reality is the things that are slow again those little things in the morning that nobody looks at 
nobody, you could say nobody cares, but you care, compound over time. I'm talking about, I don't know, I couldn't tell you how long it takes, but it, it happens one day and it seems like an overnight success, right? They say it takes 10 years to become an overnight success, right? So when you do those, this is the, the, the actual wealth, the inner wealth that you get to keep for the rest of your life. You have now developed a skill, a habit that nobody can take from you. It's, it's, it's statistically proven that I forget the percentage, so don't quote me on this, but people that earn the lottery, it's a high percentage. I, want, I just don't quote me, but that I want to say 80. Win when, when people that okay. uh, win the lottery, a high percentage, I want to say 80 or 90 percent, end up blowing the whole amount of money in within two years. They go back to being uh, broke again. And then you ask, well, why? They got the money, right? And it's like, yes, but they don't have the skill. They don't have the habit of finance. You need to spend time developing one's habits, one's skills on self-esteem, self-confidence, courage, you know, discipline, consistency, patience. This also ties into the patient. We're so impatient because again, through this screen, we keep looking at everybody else that keeps portraying that they already got it. There's your age or possibly half your age that you need to, you think you need to catch up. I have to catch up now. Like how is this teenager that's half my age already with the Rari, right? So let me go figure out a way to cut all the corners and get there because like if not, like I'm insufficient. Not true, do not believe that. Just whatever progress you make within your own individual journey because your journey is individual and prescribed exclusively for you. Her journey, even though we're together, is separate, it's different, and entirely custom made for her, and so is mine. So you celebrate your success, the definition of, of, of success is the pursuit of, of con the continuous progress towards a worthy ideal, meaning that if you make progress, like today you read two pages, tomorrow you read four pages, you're a successful person, because you continuously progress. That's it, it doesn't mean the Rari, it doesn't mean whatever you're seeing on there, and just be wary, you know, the ones that portray it so much, I would argue it's the opposite. That's true. And so. you know what? I think that very much like if these are your goals, right? The Rari, the, the, the Gucci bags, all these things, the mm -hmm. mansion on the hills, those things are wonderful. If those are your goals, I think that the mindset should be like, where should my self-esteem be, right? For me to be able to obtain these things. Where should my self-esteem be for me to, to sort of be the person that will to some capacity manifest that? And therefore, when I do have it, I'm equally happy because I'm fulfilled. So whether I have it or don't have it, I'm still a happy person Amen. that loves themselves. So then, yeah, when I'm in the Rari, I'm happy. But also when I'm like not in the Rari, you know, on the train, I'm still like, hey, what's up? I, I, I love myself. Like there, it should be very independent of these things. It should be independent from the purse, from, from all of this stuff. So I think that that's kind of like the mindset. Like if I had a, a, a teenager or somebody is like, hey, I want these things, I'd be like, okay, so so make sure that you're working on those parts of yourself that are going to make you be the person that has the habits that will be able to obtain these things. And then when they obtain these things, they'll be able to feel fulfilled with or without these things, but very much also is kind of like in line, you know, like you are representative of these things. You, you, you radiate the, the energy of somebody that's like, yo, that person's luxurious, right? Like I'm sure we've all been around people who's like, wow, that person just emanates those things and therefore they are in a Rari and it just like makes sense as opposed to the person who's like, I just don't know if that like correlates, you know, like what is going on here? So that those are the things that I think 
our indicators. That's why I think it's very important for us, especially in the world that we live in today of instant gratification, that we don't fall prey to that because our self-esteem at the end of the day will be the one that pays the cost. Our self-esteem will be at the floor. You're going to be devastated. You're going to be back and forth with depression. You're going to have terrible habits, vices, a lot of the things that you're going to try to, uh, you know, use to fill the void of joy. You're going to be susceptible to anything dopaminergic or or whatever it is that we that that's going to, you know, your triggers and all these things because you're not fully in control of those parts of you, the principles, you know, that allow you to really hold yourself accountable to, in turn, be somebody that has decent self-esteem so in turn as somebody that has good confidence somebody that you know then is to some capacity on their way of being successful uh, like you mentioned the, the definition of success and everybody's own definition of that so then it's it's sort of just like this this thing that just starts growing kind of like a seed that you plant right you can't just like let me just Put this flower on the ground and hopefully it turns into like a, a, a rose bush like no it's like i gotta plant the seed i have to do all these things and i and i can't like force it i can't do instant gratification with these things i in order for it to be fruitful there has got to be patience there's got to be hard work the, the soil whatever it is that you're doing so i think that that's sort of what i think is is so important and specific with self-esteem and why we're all also talking about it is because nobody talks about it and and we just do we see this all these people with all these things when at the core it really is just self-esteem a hundred percent self-esteem self-confidence they're more inter they're both in interconnected uh, i think they're the core of a lot of problems that we we come across and mm -hmm. and i'm we're baffled that there, there's no sort of class or any type of you know effort to to talk about this even though i would argue we all have this this this, this feeling sometimes we don't even know that it was a low self-esteem but ultimately yes that's that's like like she's mentioning do not allow the physical objects to give you the illusion of high self-esteem because that's a fleeting moment which is also another thing in my experience where like we get to a point where like you know i i use my low self-esteem to get up and be motivated and go chase say the next you know success right and once i get there then that feeling is going to be fleeting and then you can coast for a second and then it, it, it looms again so it basically I, I believe that its purpose is to keep us moving keep us dancing you know we can't be complacent there's no such thing as standing still you're either like growing or you're decaying so why not choose growth and also perfection doesn't exist so i think right, that that's yeah. why it's also always sort of looming because there is this idea that we think that perfect is like, I'm done, right? This like finished, let me close the loop. Right, I'm this yeah. finished product. But as humans and very much also like the seasons, right? And also nature, all of these things that are indicators that we know perfection doesn't exist. So you have to get comfortable with that with that notion and on top of that knowing that you are ever evolving so therefore self-esteem or this little looming like low self-esteem part of it or lack of confidence is going to always be there because we're always going to be nudged to ensure that we're embracing the change what are you doing now we we evolve every five years every seven years you're a new sort of person just like a tree that has to shed its leaves every fall you know and i'm sure it feels like if it could talk it would say yo i'm feeling low self-esteem right now i don't have my leaves so those are the moments where you're like okay you know i have to be patient and what do i gotta do i gotta wait i gotta work i gotta you know vote for certain things i gotta 
monitor my habits and I feel like this is a forever thing. I don't think that, that anybody can say, oh, I'm, I'm done. You know, I, I'm great with my habits and I just can just coast now. I think that forever, because especially in the world we live in today with technology, with the next thing being thrown at our face, if you're not really monitoring these things, you're gonna be susceptible to everything. Like, what's your new habit? You know, are you gonna pick up a game? Like, I was like obsessed with a game for a while or, you know, whatever it is that, that, that's gonna be the new thing probing at you. So this is why it's so important to work on that foundation, on that inner part of you that is solid, solid. So when these things are being thrown at you, you're not so susceptible. This is not to say that you're not gonna, you can't go and enjoy something from time to time, yeah, but at least you're not like, you're not gonna fall prey to it. And I think that that's so important. I think that a lot of us didn't have the models, you know, that really showed us, okay, this is like a solid, a person that really had the self-confidence and, and, and felt so good about themselves. I mean, it's really difficult. Yeah. A lot of us just see celebrities this way, but we don't even know their lives. And a lot of them, from what we can see, are very sad deeply, right? Because there's shortcuts, there's all these things that are just not really realistic or perfection, this perfection that's being followed, the pursuit of perfection. Definitely, I think that like the, the point here is, again, going back to the relationship with yourself and building that habit, it's a strong foundation. You have a strong foundation, strong self, a sense of self, high self-esteem, and when somebody's trying to trigger that, like be wary of, of good, really good marketing companies. Like they literally, are poking, right. praying, and I'm not vilifying them. They're just doing what works. They're saying, well, people like this, then let's give them more of that. Uh, or your algorithm, you know? It's just poking at what works, and there are things that make us tick, especially if we're feeling, you know, when they poke at a low point of us, like, uh, get, like get this car if you wanna be this cool. Like, it's literally what they're saying. And then, in order for me to want that car, that means that I must not be feeling cool. So then I'm like, yeah, let me get that car. Or, I mean, Apple, look, I'm wearing Apple. Like, you know, Apple, it's a, it's a status symbol. Like, it's if you have another watch, it's kind of like, you know? I mean, no, no, no offense to other watch <laughs> brands that are out there, but we're talking about the impact of branding and yeah. like status. We're status-driven creatures as human beings. So do it, assess it, meaning like process the, the, yep. the marketing. Really Underst understand when it's being like a cheap shot and when it's actually backed by good technology and good service and everything all around. Mm -hmm. And then you make a deliberate decision, like I'm gonna choose this. Not just because they poked at a, at a low point and, and they're getting your attention. So just be wary of that. We would just wanna share this so you can be wary. Flex with the Rari, get 50 Rari, get them, get the, stack them and lay on them. Just, just make sure you feel good about yourself with or without, without the them. Room. Understand with that, or without it. that you are already the relationship that you built with yourself, yeah. your own inner work, inner work that you've been building where nobody was yeah. watching. When, by the time people watch, you've already become the biggest fan of yourself. And understand that there are no shortcuts. Like look at nature, like look at the season, like she mentioned. There's no skipping season. There's no speeding up of seasons. The, the sun doesn't speed up to, today and tomorrow. There's this pace that is slow, but sure, like the tortoise and the, and the hare, right? Like it, it just works that way. If you plant a seed, it doesn't matter if I dump 500 gallons of water to, on it today, I'm not gonna get the fruit tomorrow. I have to wait. So think about your thoughts, compounding. right? Your habits and the, the work that you put in that seems like nothing's happening. Trust me, we go to the gym sometimes and it's like, <laughs> You know, I mean, it's raining, it's been yeah. raining like crazy, it's cold, and, and those are the days. Sometimes I don't want to go. Right, and she'll even joke about it at the gym, <laughs> like, I don't want fitness, and it's like, but babe, you know, that's where, like, 
that's where you have to be your own fan. Yeah. Or of course, if you're fortunate, not fortunate, look for people that are also supportive like this. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't have to hang. Like if you have, you out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tap into this aspect of it. And and you know, your friends are dope, and, and everybody has their friends that we love. We love them for years. But if your friends are not making you grow or be a better version of yourself. You have to limit the time, and this includes family members, and this includes parents. I don't care how controversial this is. Parents can be toxic, and friends can be, siblings can be toxic. I'm not saying like shut them out forever. I understand families are a high value, depending on each person's, uh, you know, hierarchy of values. But understand what's good for you, who's giving you energy, and who's draining energy from you. And I'll say this based on an experience. Unfortunately. Again, going back with this adage, familiarity does breed contempt, which means they're going to value you a little bit less. And more importantly, if you start at the same place as a lot of people, including your friends, your circle of friends and family members, once you start rising up, they are going to try to drag you down. And then we initially think that that's evil. However, what you're actually doing is you're bringing contrast. Again, the word that I love so much, you're giving them contrast as how much they're not doing. So instead of them doing it and getting to your level, they'll try to drag you down to their level because you are showing them how much they're not doing. So this is a natural thing from the psyche. It's nothing against them, but just understand that it doesn't serve you. And you know, just focus on people that want to help you, promote you, and and encourage yourself. People who call you out. Sometimes we we don't want to be around the people who who tell us our truths, but. It, Honestly, those are the people you want. Yeah, you uh, want to yeah. be around the people no. that are gonna be like. Those are the people that really actually care about you, in my opinion. And it goes against the grain. Like it's the one yeah. that like. Why is he saying that? And it's yeah. like no, dude. Like that one dude. Sometimes due to this, it's called social com com something. When everybody is is saying something, I bet this happens in movies. That sometimes we think like. Who sat there like when they were filming this and they said that this was a good idea? Yeah. And it's like there's like. 200 heads in there, yes. and nobody wants to tell the director, hey man, this sucks, dude, this sucks. Uh, there's also the sunk cost fallacy, which means you know, if you've invested like 80% of your resources into something, you just want to make it right because yeah. you don't want to go back from like, zero. I've already done it. But, I already committed. So appreciate uh, this. Also, she she calls me out when when it's uh, when I'm messing up. I call her out too. They're not easy. They're not yeah. easy conversations. But it's never a direct attack on Evelyn, and she's never attacking Gian like as a person. It's, a it's the behavior separate. You're the creator of these behaviors, and you can change them. So never personal. They're hard. Sometimes we like you know don't want to like admit some things, but we sit there. I know she loves me. I love her. So we will always call each other out when we're slacking. We can follow the wagon for one day or two, but you can't do more than two days. Like, you know, that's the, the, the type of stuff, the type of people that you want around you. Yeah. And which you wouldn't think so. I think we, 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 when we're young, we think, no, I want to be around the people who, you know, who support all of the things I do and don't tell me nothing because we grew up with our parents to some capacity telling us, you know, being our guiders and telling us, yes, we'll see you, so no, whatever it is. Yes, no. So then when we find this tribe that that's like, yeah, everything is a good idea. Right. When That's unrealistic. Right. That's unrealistic, yeah. my friend. We don't all have the best ideas all the time. Uh, we, we should want to hear what people really think in regards to what we're doing. Feedback is important. It's something that I had to deal with, with me and my self-esteem. I had a hard time with feedback, uh, Criticism. I, I battled with that a lot. I, I, I would, you know, take criticism and just like crumble because I didn't know what to do with it. I, I felt like it was a direct attack to who I was. But then I realized again through self-esteem and, and building these foundations of like, no, this is a trigger. Why? Because maybe it does tell me uh, the truth about 
me and the things that I need to work on, yeah. right? And I didn't want to hear that. I didn't want to have to work on myself. I'd rather be comfortable. And that, to some capacity, does put you in a place where you're stagnant and you're not moving. And so it's, and what do we know about things that just don't move? You know, at some point it turns into a swamp or, or develops other things that are not good for you. Oh, it's stagnant, like, you, you need to like move, you need movement, you need evolution, you you need to, to, to wonder. As a matter of fact, I think the goal should be, and, and this is a personal goal of, of my own, and, and I would say that he would probably agree, is that like, I want to see what else makes me uncomfortable. So that yeah, now it's yeah. more like, which is why I think he was saying like, it's a good thing, right? To feel this low self-esteem stuff because now the, the, the fun part is like, oh, that's a trigger, cool. That, what is that telling me? Now, now it becomes something that is like a healthy habit. Obviously don't take this overboard, right? And then and, and be extra mean to yourself. Like it, it, be observant of the relationships that you have the conversations, the, the the moments where you do feel this and be like, okay, this is a learning opportunity. This is this is something that I'm struggling with. Cool. This is something that I have the chance to to solidify, to change, to reparent, to replace. We can replace. We can replace. Stop being so hard on yourself. You can change. You can be a different person. You can rebrand. People do this all the time. You talk about the rebrand all the time. Yeah, Feel free always. to rebrand. You can do that. You can say, you know what? I can say, hey, I don't believe, I don't agree with what I said three years ago. There's a lot of things that I said three years ago that I probably would not agree with now. And that's a good thing. That's, this is a good thing. I should be, I should look at the self that I was a year ago and I should be like, wow, I'm different. This is a good thing. This is yeah. not like, oh, you've changed. Like, be wary of the people who are like, especially if you're doing positive changes, of the people who are like, you've changed. But but yet you're the healthiest you've ever been, you're radiant, you're the most successful, and this person is like, you've changed. I would be wary of that person. Yeah. Now, if they, if it's the contrary, right? If, if somebody came up to me and I was not doing so well, and somebody was like, you've changed, and I'm like sick, then yeah, thank you for telling me that, right? But if I, if somebody came and told me you've changed, and I've changed for the better, and I know this, then I would probably be like, I wonder what's going on with this relationship, right? So definitely be open to, to changing, to evolving, question yourself, your habits. What can I do better? How can I, and especially in the world we live in today, man, I swear, we have so much information. Doesn't matter where you wanna get it from. You can go to TikTok if you want to and type it. You can go to YouTube, you can go to Pinterest, you can go to Google, you can ask ChatGPT, you can ask Alexa, you can ask, you like everywhere, endless, endless tips on how can I just be better today? Better than I was yesterday, even if it's I ate better today, whatever it is, so that in the long run, in the long run overall, you truly are so proud of yourself and you truly feel good about yourself. And then and then you wouldn't be surprised when the Rari pool is a part of your of your manifestation because it just aligns, man. It's just a part of it. It's just what people who feel good about themselves, that's that's where they're at. That's the energy that they're in. That's where yeah. they're eating steak at Mastro's because most of them, that's where they're at. Like it's not like a like a I just go there and I can't afford it type of thing. And this is not to to say that you can't go. You know, it's just that sometimes we look at these people and their lavish lifestyles or these luxurious things that we call luxury, and we think like that's all they I need to do. I just need to get there or I need to do that. But no, these people are doing that most of them i would, can't speak for all of them but i want to say that the majority could probably tell you yo i have these mega habits i'm like very mindful of my habits i have this routine i have this lifestyle i read these books i i live by these philosophies and that's why they're there it's not like 
it's very rare, man, that you're gonna meet somebody that is like in some dope place that doesn't have a really dope mindset. It's gonna be a very rare case. I think that the rare cases are, are maybe seen in the celebrity world, right? Or, or people that are doing things that are not, you know, that are not, I would say, legal and are, and are in, that, in, that, in that world. But even then, what do we know about that lifestyle? If you're not doing it with, with a solid foundation, what happens? disappears disappears i don't care who you are it's gonna eventually dwindle so yeah no that's true again going back to the skipping don't skip the steps there's no rush Uh, the point is yeah Yeah. progress and going back to like the enemies but you know i think that a good way to have the hard conversations that we were talking about is that yeah use the people that that say in any feed you'll have a negative comment you know we typically jump at that one even though we have a hundred good ones we always look at the negative one when we dwell on it a lot more well the first thing that i would say like in relation to self-esteem is like if we pay attention to that one right away, that means that we don't have anything to refer back to or that can back up how we're not gonna listen to that, that, that comment, right? But if you know you've done the work, you're showing up every day for yourself, you're keeping the skills, the habits going, you know this, you don't need to record it, you don't need to do anything, then you can support your own self-esteem and then convey, that then it gives you the confidence to not listen to the negative comment. However, if there is a credible source, if the negative comment comes from somebody that you would trade places with, this is something that we always talk about, don't listen to criticism or feedback from people that you wouldn't trade places with. If the person that made a negative comment or feedback is doing better than you uh, exactly in the same field or something that you respect or, or is a person that you respect, then take it. Take it as feedback. You know, it doesn't matter how it's delivered. Like, thank them because they're telling you something that they're looking at that you may have overlooked. Uh, however, if the person is not credible, is some rando, like with not even a profile picture, I would dismiss it. Stack up your evidence that we're talking about, undeniable evidence of your high self that generates the confidence, which then results in the self-esteem, high self-esteem, then this should be easy to ignore. But when we don't have that, any comment, we're just a glass house. Yeah. It's like any comment, oh, you hurt me like crazy because I have nothing to refer back to because again, we're not self-aware, right? So that's what we're trying to raise the awareness of. Uh, it's a habit. It's a daily thing. It never ends. Just be like, yo, you never. started this and you just until forever. Perfection doesn't exist. You're never going to reach the end. I know people are like, when does it happen? No. Happiness is now. Happiness is where you create it. You, you have to be able to understand that. Yeah. No one is better than anyone, you know, and, and just be okay with that, you yeah. know, be okay with that. Like Alan Watts says, right? Like when you dance, like nobody's waiting to dance to the end of the song. Like nobody's rushing to get to the end of the song. Like when you're dancing, you're enjoying the dance itself. Yeah, like the present dance, uh, act of dancing is the joyous part. Same thing with life itself. There are goals that you can set and you have to do. You gotta be at at places at a certain time. Those organizational purposes are good for being somewhere at a certain time. Uh, But when it comes to life as an art form, there is no rush. It's about just continuous efforts and and endless proactive uh, action towards the uh, evolving of yourself. Because you're- Rebrand, whatever. Yeah, rebrand. Friends are uh, a certain way, rebrand. Like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm like this now. They may not take it and you're, you're gonna be alone on this when you rebrand mm-hmm. if you've always been a certain way and, I, and i'm speaking actually for myself in, in this regard you know i've had certain things where like i wasn't too say strong-willed with certain things like if, if a group wanted to do something I, w- I would do it right just to be like say cool with the with the group right the tribe aspect right now it, when i changed that it took it, it, t- it took time because i'm alone on it like i'm the only one that's saying no to it right and you're the oddball right but you have to like 
the pain of where you're at right now has to be greater than the success you're going to achieve, which means like, I don't want to be like this anymore. And it's so painful that I don't care what you guys think or what anybody thinks. I'm going to stick to my, to my new plan and my new rebrand and, and work towards it. And, and, and evidently, in my opinion, it has paid off very well. And you will attract people that are now in your new level of awareness, your yeah. new level of frequency. So, you know, that's, that's what you vote for. Yeah. So, I mean, that's about it for this one. Uh, we chose self-esteem and we went a little bit off on one. certain tangents, but this is, you know, we are undisputed principles. This is a, a, a uh, video. We're going to share a lot of the content from all the uh, wisdom that we come across. And if you have any comments, anything you want to share, talk to us. We, we, we'd love to, to have a discussion about this. So um, Thank you. until next time, guys, take care. Bye.